Hello. We've heard of VIPs, very important persons in other words. But very often when VIPs get together, there's still someone who is the most important VIP. I'm going to refer to them as the MIP, the most important person. The MIP in the Bible is Jesus, which is something uh, that we see so clearly in this passage we're going to consider today. However, Jesus was not seen as an MIP by the Jewish religious authorities. They were consistently blind to people who were sent by God. By the time of Jesus, they had a reputation for killing the prophets. The prophet Ezekiel referred to God's people, the Jewish people generally, as a rebellious house. The parable of the tenants, which we'll consider today, shows the history of Israel's religious leaders rejecting the prophets and even rejecting God's son. Let's hear what the parable of the tenants says in Mark chapter 12, verses 1 to 12. Jesus then began to speak to them in parables. A man planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a pit for the winepress and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. At harvest time, he sent a servant to the tenants to collect from them some of the fruit of the vineyard. But they seized him, beat him, and sent him away empty-handed. Then he sent another servant to them. They struck this man on the head and treated him shamefully. He sent still another, and that one they killed. He sent many others. Some of them they beat, others they killed. He had one left to send, a son whom he loved. He sent him last of all, saying, They will respect my son. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him, and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. Haven't you read this passage of Scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvellous in our eyes. Then the chief priests, the teachers of the law, and the elders looked for a way to arrest him, because they knew he had spoken the parable against them. But they were afraid of the crowd, so they left him and went away. Well, in this particular parable, what we're going to see is, first of all, that the religious authorities didn't recognize Jesus. Secondly, rejection was met by rejection. And thirdly, they couldn't have made a bigger mistake. So first of all, the religious authorities didn't recognize Jesus. Well, we see in the parable, this is a parable about a vineyard not doing what it should. Now, a vineyard should produce a return for its owner. And we see in this particular parable that it wasn't. Each time the owner sent a servant to the tenants to collect some of the fruit of the vineyard, they were beaten or they were killed. Then in verses 6 to 8, we read this. He had one left to send, a son whom he loved. He sent him last of all, saying, They will respect my son. But the tenants said to one another, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and the inheritance will be ours. So they took him and killed him and threw him out of the vineyard. Now, the servants in this parable stand for the prophets sent to warn God's people, and the son stands for Jesus. 
This parable is a history of the leaders of God's people not recognizing those God had sent, not least of all, not recognizing God's son, Jesus. So that is the first point. The religious authorities didn't recognize Jesus. The second point is, is that rejection was met with rejection. We read in the next verse, in verse 9, What then will the owner of the vineyard do? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. Now we're not told who the others are who would receive the vineyard, but we can safely assume in terms of the meaning of this parable that it refers to those who would care for God's people under Jesus. Because the religious leaders rejected Jesus, they would be rejected by God. Now this is an important principle. Those who reject Jesus will be rejected by God. Now I find that frightening, yet motivating at the same time to warn people. So to recap, first of all, the religious leaders didn't recognize Jesus. Secondly, rejection was met with rejection. And the third point is that they couldn't have made a bigger mistake. We read in verses 10 to 11, these words, Haven't you read this passage of scripture? The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Now that is a quote from Psalm 118. And it describes Jesus as being the cornerstone. Now, just what the meaning is of the cornerstone in terms of building terminology from the first century is unclear. But what we can know for certain is that Jesus is the most important stone. In rejecting God's son, Jesus, the religious authorities were rejecting the most important person in God's salvation plan. Now, the most important component in a helicopter is something called the Jesus nut. I wonder if you knew that. The Jesus nut is a slang term for the main rotor retaining nut. This nut holds the main rotor, that is that big long piece of steel or metal that we see that defines helicopters so clearly. This nut holds the main rotor to the mast of some helicopters. If the Jesus nut were to fail in flight, the rotor would detach from the helicopter and the only thing that would be left for the crew to do would be to pray to Jesus. So that's how it gets its name, the Jesus nut. In the year 2000, the Jesus nut of a Bell 205B was removed to be repainted and was not restored and checked prior to a test flight. The helicopter crashed within 10 minutes of takeoff killing the two occupants on board. Now the term has been generally applied in engineering to include any single component whose failure would cause catastrophic failure of an entire system. Rejecting Jesus is like not securing the Jesus nut. There is catastrophic failure. Matthew and Luke, two other gospel writers, go further in describing what actually happens when Jesus is rejected. In their account of the parable, we see in the first instance by Matthew, he says this, anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. 
anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. Now that is serious language that Matthew is using and Luke uses very similar language as well. Do you see Jesus as being the most important person in your life? Is he MIP to you? Would you have strength of conviction to believe this under pressure? Do you believe this to the extent that you would share this truth with others, putting your reputation on the line? Do you think that he is worth reading about and studying? Do you think that he is worth living sacrificially for because he is the most important person? Well, we ought to see Jesus as being the most important person, but very often people make themselves to be the most important person, including ourselves. When we do this, we are displacing Jesus from the position that he should have over our lives. This incorrect ordering is sin, which brings hostility in our relationship with God and will receive the same severity of judgment that the tenants experienced in the parable when Jesus Christ returns and judges the world. However, the good news of the gospel is that Jesus Christ has died upon the cross for our rebellion. He has reconciled us to God by his blood. He has removed hostility between God and us, provided that we put our trust in Jesus. Well, how do we see Jesus as the most important person? How do we have this strength of conviction under pressure? How do we believe this to the extent that we are prepared to share this with others and put our reputation on the line? How do we arrive at the position that he is worth reading about and studying? And how do we get to the position that we think that he is worth living sacrificially for? Well, the answer is by remembering what God's truth says about him. God's truth tells us that Jesus is the most important person. God said in Deuteronomy chapter 17 that when it came time for God's people in the Old Testament to appoint a king, the king is to read God's law all the days of his life so that he may learn to revere the Lord his God. The king, in other words, is to remember God's truth. As the king does this, he would see God as being the most important person. Now, it's true that as we remember God's truth, we will see that Jesus is the most important person. So we have seen that, first of all, that the religious authorities didn't recognize Jesus. Secondly, that rejection was met with rejection. And thirdly, they couldn't have made a bigger mistake. Now, many are like the religious authorities. They don't recognize Jesus. Rejection will be met with rejection, and they couldn't have made a bigger mistake. Many don't see Jesus as being MIP. They see him as VIP, a very important person, but not the most important person. And if they don't see him as a VIP, it's going to be something less but as we remember God's truth about Jesus, then we will see that Jesus is the most important person. Well, let us pray. Dear Father, please enable us to remember your truth about Jesus and to see him as the most important person so that we don't make a big mistake. In Jesus' name we pray.
Amén.